Welcome to The Third Seat, brought to you by Croft & Frost. Our guarantee at Croft & Frost is to change the way you think, and this show is the catalyst to making that happen. In this show, we have open and honest conversations with a myriad of unique individuals because we believe in order to change the way you think, you need to hear other people's stories and experiences. If you enjoy this episode, then don't forget to rate and review the show with five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for joining us. Now pull up a seat and let's jump into today's episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I will be your host uh, for this episode. I'm with Croft and Frost, and I'm really excited to bring you all another episode uh, in season two of the podcast. Um, we've done some different episodes in this season so far, and as we've dove into these conversations, a lot of them have been more internally focused. We've done some different conversations with people here at Croft and Frost, uh, and we're going to continue doing that today. Um, my guest today is someone that I've had the pleasure of uh, getting to know over his time here at Croft and Frost, uh, and has recently uh, actually become a, a certified full-time employee here at Croft and Frost. So uh, it is my pleasure to introduce you all to my good friend, Tim McCoy. So Tim, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, before we kind of jump into everything, uh, how, you know, just give a little bit of information about yourself and just kind of what you do, who you are, and, and just introduce yourself if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, my name is Tim McCoy, uh, born in in Greenville, South Carolina, but mostly raised here. Um, went to East Hamilton High School, for anyone who knows where that is, and had a couple of brief years at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville before I finished up my bachelor's degree at uh, University of Tennessee in Chattanooga. Um, for anyone that knows me, I love to mention the fact that I march with the Pride of the South and band. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. I always <laughs> have to. Um, some of the best moments of my college career easily. But, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, now I found myself here as an accountant. Um, if you would have asked me, what are you going to be when you grow up? That definitely wouldn't have been the answer. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it's funny. So first off, do you, I think I know the answer to this question now. Are you more of a, do you, do you find your allegiance more with UTK or UTC? I would imagine you see, like, I'm sure, you know, you like both of them, but I, I would imagine, you, are you more of a, more of a bright orange or navy blue and gold kind of guy? So don't get me wrong. I do. <laughs> I've learned to like UTC because, you know, <laughs> when you're from Chattanooga yeah, and yeah. you just hear so much UTC propaganda, yeah. it's just like, it's cool and all, but, you know, it's just University of Tennessee in Oxford has a different appeal. It does. It and does. I'd have to say that UTK kind of shaped me to who I am today, but in terms of where I finished my education, I'm very glad that I finished at UTC. Nice, nice. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my uncles was actually he was in the in the marching band at UTK. So nice. it's I know it's a big like big deal. Very literally like you know he doesn't like talk about it all the time, but it, like it's pretty cool. So and that's a big deal like around here too. So if you live or grow up in Tennessee, you're gonna know about you know UTK and and the the pride of the this is the pride, pride of the Southland. Yeah, I was like the pride, it, it, um, the pride of the Southland marching band. Yeah. Anyways, what did he play? I think he played the trumpet. I'm pretty okay. sure. I can't confirm it. Was, it was some kind of Brass, yeah, I almost said woodwind, and I was like, that's not, that's not what it is, brass instrument. Uh, I want to say the trumpet, but I could be wrong. Um, but anyways, that's awesome. Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong, you graduated recently, is that yes, correct? Sir. I walked across the stage May 6th. Um, honestly, it was the second time I walked across that stage <laughs> for graduation, but uh, 
It was really nice. Yeah. So, so how are you just now that, I mean, at the time of this recording is May the 16th. So 10 days removed. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling now? I mean, what, what are your thoughts now that you're removed, you know, removed from it? What are your, do you have any plans afterwards? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? What are you feeling now that you're, you've, you graduated? Well, um, a lot of people tell me, Hey, take a step, you know, celebrate your achievements and don't get me wrong. I took a little bit of relaxation, but I plan on getting my MBA. Nice. Um, luckily one of my professors told me, Hey, class is already open. If you want to start, you can gave myself the weekend after graduation and <laughs> you gave that, yourself a weekend. <laughs> that Monday started the first chapter. <laughs> You gave yourself a weekend. That gave was myself it? a weekend. Well, hey, listen, that's that's fine. I mean, you know, and and I applaud that. I mean, listen, that's a that's a that's a one. That's a big deal uh, mm-hmm. to graduate and then continuing. But that, that's awesome. Um, how are you? Are you feeling kind of like now that you finished? Do you feel like oh, it's just on to the next thing, or or what are your what are your thoughts now that you you know you're uh, removed from your time in your undergrad? Uh, it's a couple mixed thoughts actually. Um, part of it is on to the next thing. Um, Momentum is key. If you yeah. slow down, you're definitely going to lose it. Mm-hmm. But um, there were, it's been a long journey getting to this point. So there's often a lot of times when I'm on that momentum track, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, you know, if I did stop, you know, you have come really far. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I'm a little too hard on myself in that aspect, but just, just the idea of stopping and realizing how far you've come is something that I need to take more time to do. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know for me, um, I, I'm the same way. Like I'm very much a person that looks ahead, likes to plan. I like to try to take care of any contingencies that I can and, you know, try to plan, you know, hope for the best plan for the worst kind of, kind of mindset. Get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I know that for me, at least, I don't know what it was like for you, but I know for me, when I graduated, one of the, one of the moment for me where I, I just got totally encapsulated in, in the moment and kind of took a second to appreciate everything going, that was going on was when, I don't know if this was what it was like for you, but, uh, during my graduation, they had everybody in the stands stand up and like, they were applauding us. Yeah, and it was that. just like, it was, it was something I had a, just a profound sense of just, yes, accomplishment, but also appreciation because I knew that Although I was the one in the classroom, I was the one doing the papers and the assignments and so on and so forth. Um, there were a lot of people that helped me get to this point. I mean, it wasn't just me doing it on my own. And so I just had a profound sense of uh, just appreciation and just and just gratefulness, but also enjoying that accomplishment because it it is a big deal whether right. you whether you decide to you know extend your education or you know park it right there and just kind of and, and go with what you have. Um, it's a big deal. It, it really is. Uh, and so that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So are you, uh, are you also, I know there's always the talks. Are you considering doing CPA any, any kind of certifications beyond that? I have, um, I have already purchased my CPA supplies. So you're really, you're really just like going straight to the bachelor's and just keep going, aren't you? Well, so <laughs> don't get me wrong. I would love to start my CPA stuff right now. Yeah. I don't know if I can now with the MBA going yeah. on, I have to still, um, gauge that workload. Yeah. Uh, it's actually kind of funny because I'm not sure if you've ever seen like the CPA like commercials, but they uh, all commercials. There's commercials. There's commercials. That is news to me. I didn't I didn't know there were CPA commercials. That commercials that watch a different shows. I didn't know. I didn't know about this. Okay, so it's not on TV. It's definitely on uh, the internet advertisements. But okay. everything's a commercial at this point. You're just sitting there minding your business. You know, commercial comes on, yeah. gives you an advertisement. Just, I didn't ask for this. Yeah, but. Um, the commercials or the advertisements will even tell you like, Hey, if you, you know, don't talk to us for a while, you don't study, we'll give you a slight nudge. Yeah. 
every week I get an email from <laughs> from my CPA material saying, hey, what you doing? It's, it's, <laughs> it's very reassuring. I'm glad they, you know, are pressuring me to get yeah. it done. But um, I'm not going to forget to, of course, use those materials and get that CPA. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to have the accounting degree, but the CPA really makes you stand out. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And so now that you are at this kind of you're both at a seeming middle ground in, in your in the entirety of your education. Like you said, you wanted your MBA, CPA, but you're also at a uh, a checkpoint, I guess you could say. Like you, you're not at the beginning, but you're you're kind of you're kind of in the middle now. Right. Uh, reflecting kind of back on where you started back, you know, at you at, you said it was UTK first and mm-hmm. UTC. Uh, kind of reflecting on who you were then, where you are now, where you want to go in the future. Uh, what would you say for you personally has change for you over time? What what things are important to you now that maybe weren't uh, on your radar as high when you started uh, school, you know, at UTK? I know for me, um, I had, I never realized the, something that was really important that, that became much more important to me was how I use my time. Uh, and I realized that very quickly because I was someone who in high school and in middle school kind of leading up, I was good enough to where I could just kind of do the assignments whenever they need to be done. And mm-hmm. I didn't really have to try super, super, super hard to like understand the material. Like it, it all relatively naturally just kind of came to me. And, and that was, that was it. I didn't have to apply myself in an extremely over the top way. But for me, that didn't fly whenever I got to college. Like it was much more intense, <laughs> yeah, there yeah. Were a lot more assignments. I couldn't just be like, Oh, I'll do the assignment whenever I do the assignment. Like you have to do the assignments and do the work when it's required of you. And so having a sense of uh, somewhat of a sense of urgency and, and really making use of my time became very important to me. Cause I realized as I got older, as I'm going through college, like your time is the only asset you can't really get back, you know? Right. Um, so that was something for me personally, for you, have you seen that change over time since you started uh, back at UTK? hundred percent. Uh, when I was at UTK, um, I was already pressed for a lot of time anyway. Um, I took playing the, playing the trumpet and all, or what, oh, what did you, what I did played you play? the drums. Oh, yeah. so I was just, I'm just making a, making an assumption that you play the drums. Uh, my dad played the trumpet. Um, nice. I, so just to give a small backstory on how I got started. On I, the want, drums. I want to hear this. Yes. Um, I was four years old. It was uh, the movie Drumline, ironically. <sighs> Classic. It's really funny because any percussionist will tell you Nick Cannon <laughs> cannot play drums at all. It is <laughs> the actual drumming in the movie versus... Um, you mean to tell me there's there's some Hollywood shenanigans going on in, in, that, in that movie? That Hollywood magic. Who would have awesome. thought? Who would have thought? That now, he crazy. did learn, from what I understand, how to play the drums. Yeah. I'm not going to speak as to how well. <laughs> um, you can hit an object with another object, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, saw the movie, instantly got hooked. Uh, even when it comes on today, I'll still watch it. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Um, but I saw that, so I'm going to do that one day. Nice. You don't really think at four years old how far <laughs> it's going to take you. Um, that four-year-old dream took me all the way to the front of the White House. R- really? Yes, sir. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Well, I was at um, Donald Trump's inauguration. Uh, That's sweet. It's a very interesting time. My glasses broke right before the parade. How poetic! I watched the whole thing play. <laughs> that's awesome, though. That's really that's really really cool. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Thank you. Nice. Um, sorry, I, I interrupted you whenever you were about to go on. Oh, um, no, you're fine. Uh, but yeah, just for for you uh, as you were, you know, you started UTK and, and now, what mm-hmm. for you has has changed since then? Um. 
So time management, even though um, I had a busy schedule, I can't say I managed my time as well as my time managed me. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. When I did finally understand that time management, I think um, a lot of other things started to shift into like a different perspective. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I, I'm realizing is a bigger priority to me now than it was back in the day is actually just, just family and like people you love. Mm -hmm. um, don't get me wrong, I, I do like to help people when I can, but it took a lot of trial and error to understand that I was actually overstretching myself more mm -hmm. um, than I realized. Yeah. And once you recoil back and you, I guess, get a handle on things like that, mm -hmm. and then you look at it after you've gained that perspective, um, you start to see better how to value your time and where to place it. Yeah. Cause like you said, you can't get that asset back. Yeah. Um, it was something else that was, I guess it was just the time management and people I care about. Yeah. Um, the education, don't get me wrong. It's great. Uh, but compared to those two things, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. And, and I really like the way you put that, uh, you know, something that. It's, it's interesting. We live in a very interesting world for a lot of different reasons, but something at least that I notice is I think a lot of times in the kind of business sphere, kind of social sphere, mm -hmm. uh, or just in general, not even necessarily like in business, but just in general, the idea of being busy and even being busy to the extent where like you have no gaps in your life for anything outside of the work that you do or the craft that you want to hone or the skill you want to get better at. That's kind of a celebrated thing. And I, I get it. Like I get why, like who doesn't want to have ambitions? Who doesn't want to set, like you said, who doesn't want to, you know, see something at, at a young age and say, I want to become this thing. And you become that thing. You have to apply yourself in some way to reach any kind of goal. Um, but I do think kind of what you were alluding to, the proper perspective, in my view, uh, at least, of understanding why you're doing what you're doing, uh, you know, what really grounds you uh, is something that really became important to me because, you know, uh, leading up until I went to college, like I was with my family and I took that to a degree. I took that a little bit for granted because that was just the normal. Like they, you know, I lived at their house up until I was 16. They drove me everywhere. Like that was just what it was. I lived with my family and that was the reality that I knew. But now that I'm on my own, a little bit removed from them, not super, super far, but I'm still a little bit removed. Mm -hmm. I realize now that the time that I spend with, uh, yes, my work and my hobbies and the things I want to get better at and the things I want to do is important. Um, those things will never take the place of the relationships and the people that are most important to me. And you really, much like anything else, you're only going to get out of those relationships what you put into it. Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I know that for however long I live, my parents will always love me and support me. But if I never speak to them ever again, that relationship is going to deteriorate. You know, uh, my friends, if I don't make any kind of uh, effort to interact with them, that relationship is not going to be what it was previously. Um, so I really, I, I really like that. I really, I really agree with that and think that's a very important thing that, uh, can get lost in the, in the, in the weeds sometimes, you know, um, a lot of times, like I said, the idea that being busy and overly busy is, is very celebrated. But I think that for a lot of people, we could all maybe, uh, do some good to simplify our lives a little bit and just think about what is most important to us and how can we focus on that thing today? You know, even if it's just the relationships with people that you care about the most, you know? Right. Yeah. 
Um, something I do want to ask you, and um, we've asked this of everybody on the well, everybody on the show in season two so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here at Croft and Frost, we talk about a lot. Uh, talk about our company core values. Okay. Um, I'm going to put myself on the spot, which are value vibe. Collaboration, courage. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, every time, like I, I'm going to forget them now. Value, value, vibe, collaboration, and courage. Uh, and so we've asked, you know, everybody kind of, you know, what that means to them. But of those particular four core values, and not necessarily like here, it could be here at work. But of those four core values, what do you feel? Do you resonate with the most and try to exemplify in your personal life? It doesn't even necessarily have to be within these walls, but just in general, what do you try to exemplify and personify as much as you can uh, in your own personal life? When um, even in the interview process, I remember uh, Sunny. Uh, shout out to Sunny. Shout out to Sunny. Uh, when we went over the core values and she said vibe, I'm like, that's it right there. <laughs> didn't even have to think about it. Didn't have to hear anything else. It's vibe. Um, I guess the reason why. Uh, you can you can create value. Um, you can show courage. You can um, you can collaborate with people. Um, I don't want to say vibe is the harder one. I'd actually say vibe is the more. It's the one you can't necessarily teach. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. You can replicate the vibe. But sure, you can mimic it. Uh, but to actually have the vibe in you, mm-hmm. that's not. Um, that's not necessarily something you just pick up. Um, I think the saying that same people say is the trash takes itself out. Mm -hmm. Not calling anybody without vibe trash. That's just, (laughs) that's just rude. Don't take it that way. Hot take from Tim. (laughs) Hot take from Tim. But um, when you're in the place and you know, you belong there, no one has to tell you, you just feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even then, once you're there, just the vibe and Croft and Frost has this like nice, cool vibe where um, it's not, we're not rushed, we're not frantic, we're all driven, motivated, and at the end of the day, uh, we, we still like to goof off. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's funny, I <laughs> the word vibe for me personally, like I have a funny relationship with it because it's such a, just in general, it is a very commonly used word in a lot of different ways. Uh, and it's like, it, it can at times like be a little bit overused. It's like everything is a vibe, everything, you know, whatever, but, but kind of what's your, I, I know, yeah, like yeah. you can be saying it, it's like, okay, now it sounds like here, dude, no, you know they say saying? it all the time. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, kind of like, I, I agree. And I think that, uh, I like what you said, like it's, it's kind of the one thing of those four options, like that you kind of have a, you can't really, or you have a hard time teaching because a lot of what you're getting at is what people often refer to as like soft skills or Mm, interpersonal skills. It's, it's oftentimes something that you don't really see in someone or appreciate in someone until after the fact. Like I know, you know, I, we, how, how long have you been working here? Uh, forgive me for not having this day to memory. I don't, I don't just keep all this. It feels a lot longer than it has been like six months. And you're like, you've only been here six months. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't feel like but, that. Either. But no, I think that's, I think that's part of it because six months can sound like a lot or sound like a little depending on the context. But, um, it's in my person, like speaking about my interactions with you, um, it's only kind of after having multiple interactions and seeing you and having conversations with you that it occurs to me like, Oh, like Tim's a, a really cool guy. Like I, I enjoy talking to him. I, I spoke with him for 20 minutes the other day and then went and, and, you know, did work. And it was after that 20 minutes, I was like, Oh, wow, that was a good conversation. You know, it's something that you kind of appreciate a little bit after the fact, you know, like it's, it's, it's not something that 
at least in my experience, that necessarily hits you in the moment because when someone uh, does bring you know a good vibe or good energy or, or, or is just a, a good person to be around uh, other people, it's something that kind of consumes you in the but in a good way. Like you get sucked into the conversation, you get sucked into uh, the way that they interact with other people, and it's infectious in a mm-hmm. in a great way. You know, uh, there's I can think of a lot of different instances just here at work where we'll be doing things, and then someone will say one thing, and then it'll kind of spread, and people, you know, we'll all be kind of laughing or, or talking about something, and it just kind of happens that way. You know, um, so I love that. I think that's a a, a really cool. A really unique and really cool uh, interpretation of how you personally uh, exemplify that because I, I know like the way other people view you is is that way that you bring a very uh, positive and uh, you know uplifting kind of kind of energy and vibe to wherever you go. So that's awesome. That's I'm, I'm glad that that was the one that from the beginning you know you really stuck out to you. Uh, that's really cool. Um, well, Tim, before we kind of finish up here, uh, you know, I, I want to just say, first off, thank you for being willing to come on here uh, and chat with me. Uh, it's always, like I said, it's always fun chatting with you. Uh, I always have a good time chatting with you. And there's always something I learn uh, because, for one, I didn't know that you got to be on the, the you know, front of the White House also. Uh, but that's just that's I like the story of you being inspired by Nick Cannon's uh, cinematic masterpiece of Drumline. Uh, so that's that's awesome. Uh, that's great. I haven't seen that movie in a, in a long time. You know what you're watching tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Uh, before we finish up, uh, something that I personally always like to do is just give our guests the floor. So if you have anybody you want to shout out to or just if you have anything going on in your life that you're excited about or anything you want to talk about, then feel free to do so. So the uh, floor is yours. It's going to be cliche, <laughs> probably generic. Um, shout out to my parents. Um, you know, they've seen everything I've done from day one. Um, it's been a long road, but <laughs> I made it and couldn't have done it without you. Nice. I love it. I love it, man. That's great. Um, Tim, thank you again for coming on. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate you taking some time to chat with me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, for everybody out there listening and watching, thank you very much, as always, for tuning in. Uh, if you, um, if you, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, as always, we will be uh, continuing in Season 2 with more conversations here internally. So if you'd like to uh, find out more information about that, that will be in the description. Um, but yeah, as always, thank you again, Tim, for t- coming on the show. Uh, and thank you all for tuning in and watching. We will catch you all on another episode of the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.